is so irresponsible. 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 Good evening, good evening, good morning, uh, happy Kwanzaa, happy Chinese New Year, all that shit. It's your boy Ooh, Chip that's T. that's good. I like that one. Yeah. Chip T, Irresponsible Mentor, back with a new episode, and we are live, live, live in effect, and I got my good brother, the co-host himself, my man, hundred grand. My man, aka Tuck, aka Tuck Nast, <laughs> aka Quantum Leap Tuck. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, I don't know. how y'all people doing, man? It's um feeling good right now. It's late night, but it's early somewhere. Yeah. And it's um it's the year of the Pisces right now. Yeah, man. Hey it, man, it, 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 it's shout it's out to time. my brother, man. Hey, give me let me drop an air horn for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm turning somewhere around there. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm between, I'm between 25, and that's about it. I ain't gonna go to my number. Right? I'm yeah. between 25 and 50. How about that? Yeah, and, and your car insurance went down. Oh, uh, anyway, man, we are back with another episode of Irresponsible Mentors. I know last week y'all probably were kind of uh, sketched out by the title, um, but you know, Tuck said it first. Um, Back no, nah, listen, man. Whoa, Last whoa, week, whoa. I think the title, I had like so many people hit me up and they were just like, hey, man, I ain't listening to this show. I said, what the show do to you? And they were just like, it's like fighting with your dicks out. And I can't remember verbatim what the episode title was right now, but I was like, no, we ain't fighting with our dicks out. He's like, why y'all title it that? I'm like, listen to the show. So I actually had people that was hesitant about listening to the show, but, you know, positive feedback. Yeah, man. And you know what I always hate is, People always, uh, when y'all get the names, the titles, uh, sub captions, uh, we don't fucking know, man. Like, look at the show. It's called Irresponsible Mentors. So if you thought we were going to sit there and be like, this is a dissertation on blah, blah. No. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. We are part-time comedians. Uh, so, uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh, neither here nor there, man. You know who was, was a comedian this week uh, that was I found that? that was funny? My man, number 44. Now, oh, my man. What, what my man, oh, the OGB did. <laughs> now you OGB. Sit there, you sit there and say people cap, right? Uh, and I don't know what cats be capping. You know, uh, I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> when people tell me people be capping, I, I'm like, do they be capping? So there's a story that came out, right? And when you sit there and you look at number 44, the greatest president, you know what I'm saying? The, one, of the, one of the black men that should go on Mount Rushmore. He, easily, easily, easily. He sit there and he says something this week, and a lot of people sit there felt some type of way about it. And I don't know why Tuck they felt some type of way, right? Um, they just said that they felt like he was capping. And the reason why they said that he was capping was hold on, hold on, man. Like we got a lot of we got a lot of old people like myself that's listening to this show. Like you know, they probably know what you mean by capping. Can you put a a quotation? explanation oh so when uh the young kids say people be capping right that means that they are if i say this and i'm wrong please correct me they they're they say that they're not telling the truth right they lying they lying, they're lying. yeah they, you know they fibbing you know what i'm saying they flogging as the cats in down south would say uh we don't say that at all i never heard of flogging in my life that sounds like an ass whipping oh you never heard of flogging that is that flogging or yeah. flogging? No, flogging. That sounds like an ass whipping. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I call we call it flogging and Duval County nine hundred four stand up. Um, and we call it capping, call it being green. So number forty four came out and said that he punched somebody in the nose, and people said, "I don't believe that." And when I heard it, I said, "I told him I could, I could, I could respectfully decline it." <laughs> 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 I said, not number 44 sitting there talking about crimes, right? Uh, I'm going to decline that he did that. Maybe he did, but maybe he got in a votable moment. But he was on the show with like Bruce Springsteen or Sting. Bruce Springsteen, man, the boss. Oh, uh, is that the same? Was he in the Beatles? Oh, my God, man. You're not, uh, not all white people look alike. Um, no, he wasn't in the Beatles, man. Bruce Springsteen, they, he had his own band. Um, Oh, was he in uh, the Beach Boys? Oh, I, I'm gonna need you to shut the hell up for real. <laughs> he was not in no Beach Boys, man. It was the, the boss. He, he was the dude that with the raspy voice, you know, the born in the USA dude. Ah, uh, okay, corn. Limp Bizkit. All right, keep talking. Keep talking about. Keep talking about forty four. All right. All right. About <laughs> so uh, he was on the show, and he was compelled to say one of his players on his basketball team. I think he used the word uh, that rides with moon, right? That rules with moon? Yeah. I don't know. Does, does the N-word rhyme with moon? Oh, I thought he I thought he's called him the C-word that rhymes with moon. God damn, man. I can't. What C-word count? What, what C-word? Coon, coon, man. Oh, cool moon, man. man I'm a, I'm my bad, man. God I'm a damn. Uh, I know all people my scream. racist terminologies, I just forgot about that one. Yeah, I know people screaming at the goddamn fucking radio right now. There's probably, probably some 45 supporters listening. They knew exactly what you talking about. It's like, God damn it. Tucker Coon. Coon. No. Shit. Like, fuck, man. Where you been? Cool. Everyone knew that. I'm like, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I want to sit if I catch one of you motherfuckers that say it just fresh soon as we say it, I'm gonna put you on notice. Uh but <laughs> do you really think he, he punched somebody in the nose? Do you think Obama? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Dude. You, you 45 think? is an OG, man. Not 45, Ooh, 44 is an OG. 45 is an OG. Got it. I didn't say that right there. <laughs> I said I said 44. Is an OG. I I definitely think. Listen, I think I've always said this, man. I think forty five. Even when he was not forty five. Damn it, forty four. <laughs> I think when forty four. I think when um Obama was in office. I think he was a. I definitely think he showed a side behind the scenes that you know people probably weren't used to, especially someone that's in the White House. Mm. You know, and I definitely think he about that life. Like, I ain't not now. Did he punch him hard? He I don't he broke know. His nose. Uh, dude probably had brittle bone tissue. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, um, they were teenagers at the time. Yeah, but he probably did, man. I don't know how he did it. I just, I just imagine him punching dude like very proper. You know, that makes sense. It's like. <laughs> You know, he, he Obama seemed like the kind of person like when he dish you, he doesn't say your mama. He's like your mother. <laughs> or, you know, I feel like he he doesn't say he you know he don't just you know you you watch a video and you see people hit somebody and it's like a good hit and you just repeat it out loud. You're like bitch. And I don't think he said that. He was probably like. Mm. 
Like that was bitch right there. <laughs> what? Yeah, like that. That was his. That was his. That that was like my son of a gun. Calling him, calling somebody a bitch. Like, mm. and that was it. Like, or he used probably some very, very smart, big ass word or something. to broke shit down. Very nice. The dude, he's so well spoken. I think that when he whipped somebody ass, it's still well spoken. Yeah, and he probably would tell you why he whooped your ass, and you'd be like, you know what? I understand. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can get better. <laughs> you know, after you, after you woke up, you just like, all right, I, I, yes, sir. I get, <laughs> I get why you whooped my ass. <laughs> well, he's, or, he's the man. Is, he's, he's so well spoken that I just feel like, even still, even when I heard the audio of him telling that story, I was just like, damn, man. Like, he was still well-spoken and just so cool and calm about it. So I feel like that's how he'll be. I can't imagine, I can't imagine Obama, like, like going off, calling everybody, you know, you know, Novembers and Moon Crickets and, and going all off saying all these t- these words, like, you know, people just screaming, yell when they actually fighting somebody. I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, he was, he's almost like a principal, like, when you got a paddling back in the day. Uh, you know, I don't want to be able to do this to you, but you know what I mean? It has to be done. And your principal your principal gave you a notice like that? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I fucking still remember. Mr. It was my middle school principal. Mr. Hare, you know, he was a counselor. He said, you know, man, rest, rest in peace, Mr. Hardy, man. Mr. Hardy, Virginia Pack, South Carolina, Columbia, stand up. 803. Man, Mr. Hardy used to beat the brakes out of our ass, man. He didn't give no soft speech or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just went in there. Before Lil John was available, Mr. Hardy, I think, had something back then. I don't know if it was in the 80s, but boy, he used to beat the hell out your ass. No pre-notice or nothing. Did he at least do the yell? Man, Mr. Hardy, Mr. Hardy beat the hell out your ass. Like it wasn't no. I, I felt like he was enjoying it. Because back in the day, you know, parents can other parents can whip your ass. You know, so it, getting whipped into school wasn't nothing new. It was it was normal. Yeah, it was just part of growing up in the South. So it's part of growing up in the South. So that's you know, that's neither here or there. All right. Speaking of growing up in the South, man, a shout out to Obama, man. You know, a congrats, sir. On your post retirement, I know you get into the bag. Your wife got a podcast. Uh, you got a podcast. She you has think, a think, book. I mean, who you think made more money? Him, him Obama or um, Barack or Michelle? Well, you know, I like getting in people's bags. You know what I mean? No, so, you get in the bag. I'm asking your opinion. Uh, I, think I mean, they probably, both win. I mean, they so. both win it. I mean, I, I think his book. Uh, oh, Obviously, you know he had to throw a slight little shade and shade in there and said that his book outsold hers. But uh, I, you know what? Hey, one money, one income is all income to them. So they, I mean, they getting filthy, dirty rich right now. So um, I haven't listened to the podcast, probably won't. Uh, but you know, I, I'm proud of it though. <laughs> so I bought his book. I support him. I support him. Before you, before you switch subjects, let me ask you just one question. I yeah. right? be be upfront. What would you rather hear? All right. What do you think be more serious? Barack talking shit after hit somebody in the nose or Barack trying to talk dirty to Michelle? Like on some like freaky shit. Oh, I would love the freaky Which shit. one do you think would be more believable? The freak, the freaky shit though. You know I don't man? think so. Man. I think the I think the punching, man. I don't I, I can't I can't imagine I can't imagine Barack, you know. Singing the, song, sing, sing, sing the songs of the great poet Webby. 
<laughs> Girl, give me that. Girl, give me that. I can't imagine him singing that. Yeah, you know, I think I think he might say, "Hey, Michelle, pop it open for a goon." Yeah, you know I mean, like, <laughs> you know, he used to smoke Newports. He put a basketball court in the White House, man. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna test that man, gangster. You know what I mean? Know he smoked Newports. That one, of your, that's another chipism. How do you know he smoked Newports? I knew he smoked Newports. His lips were black, man. Wow. Oh, wow, wow. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was Benson and Hedges. I don't know where Virginia Slims. Uh, neither here nor there, man. Uh, <laughs> speaking of good people from the South, uh, let's speak about one of the dumbest motherfuckers I know from the South. And I had the pleasure of meeting him. <laughs> Herschel Walker. Yeah, um, I, unfortunately, I met that fool too. <laughs> now, me and Tucker uh, have met some great people. Uh, I have met uh, President Obama, seen him, uh, shook his hand. Um, I met George Bush. Um, didn't shake his hand, but you know he was a funny motherfucker. You know I just can tell by the way he walked. You know his swag, liked him. Um, now Herschel Walker met him before. Now Herschel Walker suffers from Varigolato. Is that? <laughs> um, yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called. Um, he is the black man's body and. <laughs> I think he does everything to hold like I am from the premise of I'm not going to hold a black person down like mm-hmm. I get the fact that um, reparations is only approved by 15% of white people I get it um, I'm pretty sure defund the police it was a terrible rollout and the way that you say when you say defund the police it's not defund the police what they were trying to convey it was reallocate funds but when you say defund the police on its mindset in hindsight 2020, when you say that without any explanation, you like, you mean you want to take money from the cops and not have them in the streets? So it's a bad rollout. Uh, right. With reparations, right? Now, you can sit there and say, what does reparations look like, right? And me and Tuck can talk about that amongst ourselves, uh, you know, on a podcast, in person, uh, and just have that conversation. But never would I have that conversation in public on a video Skype in front of the Senate. Um, Now, when people ask for reparations, they're asking for reparations because of slavery. We're 130 years away from slavery. We're only about 50 or 60 years away from segregation and being able to get the same education opportunities and all that stuff that was afforded to white people. Uh, Now, Herschel Walker... (laughs) sit there and try to use a biblical reference to say that him being a Christian would prevent him from being able to ask for reparations because um, the sins of a son should not be bestowed upon him because of his father. What do you think about that, Tuck? I think Herschel Walker, um, I, I, I think that it, the dude is so lost, and and this is me right here. Right? I don't care. I don't care what nobody say. All right? Y'all can kiss my ass, but I feel like if you are a person of color, and it's one thing to be, I always say it's one thing to be a forty-five supporter. It's nothing to be a Republican. If you are a person of color, especially a black man, and you support Trump, I think something's a little bit off with you. All right, because this man, the man doesn't hide. You look at his background. You look at his history. 45 never hid who he was or what he was about. So you have this cat, Herschel Walker, who I met, you know, great Georgia running back as a football player. You can't take anything away from this man. This man was one of the best college running backs of all time. You look at reparations, you know, 
is is pretty much reparations is like for the victims of slavery and their descendants. Um, they're pretty much getting paid back for what they went through. Herschel Walker, you know, he he wasn't in the book, the book of the streets. All right, he he didn't use the best verse of all time for Psalms. No, <laughs> all right, he he wasn't there yet. This man skipped the Psalms and he went to Ezekiel eighteen twenty. Jesus, right. <laughs> man, and the thing that the thing that had me so confused about this whole thing when I was reading about it, you know, he said a quote that was similar to I can't. I don't remember the whole thing by heart, but he said, you know, we use black power to create white guilt. And I'm like, what? We we use white we use black power to create white guilt? Like you see, and he was dead serious about this. Yeah, didn't, so, didn't, didn't skip a beat. <laughs> you know, and, and and it bugs me out that a man like that would say something like that. I'm like, we 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 using black power to create white guilt. He acting like we volunt. He acting like black people volunteered to hop on a damn boat to become slaves and get taken away from their homeland to come to another foreign land to build that foreign land, but also get their ass whipped for doing it, get sold like property, get murdered, get raped, and he acting like that right there for us reminding us and saying like, hey, this is what our descendants been through, our ancestors been through. He think that right there. Us reminding him and saying that we, you know, black people deserve reparations. That's building white guilt. I don't like to take a line from from movies. Um, you know, and I think, you know, I heard it early on the Breakfast Club, and I think me and you talked about it earlier that it sucked because right when we're during the week, we're bringing out our what we want to talk about our topics. It just so happened other podcasts and stations they're bringing out similar topics. I'm like, damn. Yeah. That shit gonna look like we biting them and it's not like that. You know, we already had our stuff before they came out with it. But I heard something early in the Breakfast Club and I'm thinking like, damn, man, I wish I wish the good brother Charlemagne didn't say it because, you know, that's the best way to describe it. You know, you can't get this is the definition of the sunken place. You can't even escape it. I have nothing else. I have nothing else to to, to compare it to. Actually, I lied. You remember? You probably don't remember. It's an old school movie back in the day named The Drop Squad. No, I don't you remember. Remember, remember? You no. don't remember that movie? No. All right, The Drop Squad was pretty much about a group of brothers who were they were. It's, it's pretty much about they always they will rob people who they would kidnap people and try to bring them back to reality that hey, you are a black person, you know. Because a lot of these guys in that movie, they felt like they were above black people. They felt like they wasn't black. Like they were more on the, you know, I guess I guess the Herschel Walker side. Mm. That makes sense. And they would just pretty much kidnap you. And it was pretty much like re, re-imaging you to like, hey, man, don't forget who you are, how you were raised, where you came from, the people that support you when you was growing up. And that's what Herschel Walker reminded me of, too. All right. And I think it's just such an embarrassing that this dude would even say something like that. But at the same time, Chip, are you surprised he said it? Nah, like I, I seen how he moved when the past administration was in office, so it doesn't surprise me. Who who was the first person that came to your mind with the past administration on how he moved? Shit, Kanye West. Honestly, that's who he reminded you of? Yeah, he's always capping for Trump. He reminded me of um Uncle Ruckus. Lord, the white man has given us so much. 
And right now, he's giving us his greatest gift of all, Mr. President, Mr. President Donald Trump. Oh, Lord. The greatest gift anybody could ever receive. The best thing we've ever gotten. You take a man who made all these promises. He's going to build a wall, and look at it. Most of the wall already up. Most of the wall already up and built. He's helping out the colored folks everywhere. Colored folks ain't never been happier than they is with Donald Trump right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I said it. Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, he yeah. me. He reminded me of Uncle Ruckus. That's every time his his reaction. He reminded me of Uncle Ruckus. Now I want people to don't get it twisted. I think some people listen to the show. They're probably thinking like, "Oh man, they always going at forty five. That's probably a bullshit statement." Tuck and Chip said, "You know, as a man of color, blah blah blah." Hey man, forget all that. It's different from supporting for being a forty five supporter and a Republican. Understand that. All right, if you if you don't see the difference, then you're Herschel Walker. Definitely. So, I mean, at the end of the day, when he, uh, I don't know, man. Like, like when you say his football accolades and all that, like, yeah, he was a great running back, and I take nothing away from that brother. Damn, man. Sorry, my fucking nose is running right now. You um, emotional? What's going on? No, nah, man. man. <laughs> Be quiet, bro. So, <laughs> yeah, man, shit. Uh, it's not like I'm about to cry, but, you know, speaking of him, man, uh, like, it's just sad to see um, him come out and say statements like that because I do feel like he's in a sunken place. To be able to go on TV like that and put your name on a line and say that reparations is, like, he's trying to say that we're – trying to put the burden on white people to pay for the sins. I, I, I just don't get it. What was it, what you said? Though he, we're using black power. Or, what, what, what did he say? On oh, which one? You said he's using black, like you said, whatever Bible verse, he said something. What was the Bible verse you quoted earlier? Not the book it of was... the Psalms. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you said, it was something about, uh, we're using black power to, I forget what you said. It was, it was, he said that, he said we use black power to create white guilt. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So black power to create white guilt. And for him to sit there and say that, man, like, I really feel like that brother has something deep in his mind that needs to be worked out because, I mean, that's far from the truth, right? And. Man, I, I, like the whole reparations thing and people talking about it. I mean, it's always going to be contention in America because America doesn't want to admit to their wrongdoings. Uh, you can sit there and see that with the past administration where they tried to strike the 1619 project and stuff like that out of history because they, I don't know, wanted to make American history likable. Um, right. <laughs> but American history is what it is. Like, it was fucked up. Let's talk about it. Move on from it. And if reparations is one thing that we can move past it, then I mean, giving black people oh economic power and uh, promoting black businesses and righting the wrongs of Tulsa and uh, segregation and whatever, then that's what you need to do, right? Um, and we spoke of two black men, uh, one that's great, right? And well, both of them are great black men. Uh, Herschel Walker was a great running back. Uh, president Obama, first black president, uh, you know, uh, trendsetter. We got another black man that's in the news right now, Tuck. And, All right. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I checked out some of his interview and I tried to rock with it, right? Because I don't understand it. Um, neither do I agree with it. And I don't know your feelings and how you want to sit there and say it. And this is a show that uh, obviously we is comedic, but we both have our own different sets of opinions and different points of views. And uh, that's why we get on it every week. So there's this cat, right? And when I first seen it, uh, you know, there's clickbait, right? Um, just like <laughs> me and Tuck, like, we don't do clickbait because we know we do talk about substance on this show, but our titles are sometimes catchy, edgy, you know, like just like last week when, you know, uh, uh, Dick Swinging, Fighting Chip, <laughs> some shit we right. said. So this cat, right, he comes out. And when you look at it on its face, you sit there and be like, man, what the fuck? So <laughs> um, his name is. Uh, he's Carl, are you talking about Carl Hart? Carl Hart, he's a Colombian professor, XGL fellow, um, works for the New York City uh, Psychiatric Department for 25 years. I mean, his his record is impeccable, right? He works for uh, known foundations of psychiatric institutes. Um, he had a book that came out that was titled Drug Use for Grownups. Now, talk. <laughs> let's hop into this subject, but you know, let's throw softballs and uh, make it a comedic like we usually do. When you think of drug use, um, what are some recreational drugs that you would sit there and say are socially acceptable? You think about drug use, probably um, marijuana, opioids, cocaine, um. Yeah, those right there. <laughs> you see, I know, I, I know you're running through your brain. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now, opioids. Uh huh. When you consider opioids, what does that mean to you? Is that promethazine, lean? No, opioids. You talking about pills? Okay, so Percocets, my, uh, Percocets, yeah, Percocets, Monies, Addies. Um, that's there's hundreds and thousands of opioids that people can use and abuse and that's a drug, you know? So, you know, that's, def- that's, that's pretty much it right there. So if I told you Tuck, Hey man, before we shoot a podcast, right. You know, I like to take the edge off and you know, I might, you know what I'm saying hit a bump. <laughs> Sound like I just hit one now. Like, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my sinuses, but I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Either. So if I told you that, you know, I like to, you know, shoot up before we shoot the show. Only once a week. We shoot once a week. Would you consider me a heroin addict? Um, if we shoot once a week from the time we started, you might be addicted. <laughs> you might be. But I'm still, you know what? But you still rocking I'm, I'm with still, me? I'm still rocking with you because I, me personally, I don't see a problem with it. And I think that's where you and I are probably going to disagree with it. Yeah. Um, some Some people... Can you be an addict without abusing something? I know that question kind of comes off as kind of confusing slash contradictive, yep. but it's, it's a it's a legit question though. All right, because some people can be an addict, but when I say people abusing it, it's the ones that's like it's 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 like the ones that yo I need it. I'm I, I'm a fiend for it. Yeah, yeah, facts. You know, yep. but you have some people that's like yo I you know I use I met a guy one time that said you know. 
when he was in college, you know, I did Adderall and I was like, that's cool. He's like, I just snorted all the time. I was like, what? And he he would describe that. He like, yeah, I snorted it all the time. He was like, because it got into your system quicker and it made me focus. And I was just, he was like, dude, I graduated Ohio State. <laughs> whatever that shit called, summa cum laude <laughs> or whatever that thing called. Kuma cum laude, yeah. <laughs> sure. What up? All right. uh, I used to always call it cum, but it's cum. <laughs> so, cum but it, it, it was, he would talk about that. So I'm like, you know what? I, I can't call him an an addict though. I guess I mean I guess by definition you can, but he didn't come off because I actually met addicts before, and it's just a different vibe, I guess. Mm, so when so being that you met that person and you know that he he abused it obviously because he used it to focus and stuff, which I know a lot of college kids do. Um, I just don't. Like I understand what what uh, what, what the, the professor was trying to say, but do you think it's morally responsible? Because the only reason why I say this right is, would you ever tell your your future kids if you do choose to have kids, um, or would you ever tell? I mean, your niece and nephews, hey, you can use heroin, but responsibly. <laughs> you know what I mean, like that shit just like it doesn't make sense to me. Like. No, you know what, man? It's it's a it's it's and this is gonna sound fucked up, but there I think there are certain drugs that parents and adults alike are gonna tell their kids to stay away from. To stay away from, and then there's some that you're like, eh, if you use it, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I understand it because. You know, I know some people can look at drugs like it's all the same. All drugs matter, whatever. But <laughs> you look at the whole aspect of it. I would never do like ecstasy. Yeah, because all right, can, just, just because yeah. depending on who made it, who makes it, how they made it, and what they put into it. Yeah, one pill can get you high, but also it takes one pill that can just stop your heart. Yeah. Um, cocaine. No. Um, that that drug right there. I, I probably heard more good than bad, but if you, <laughs> if you use too much of it, you can die. That could be done with it. But if you say that, you can say the same thing with um with opioids. Like I can I can go to CVS right now and buy some Advil. If I take about fifteen Advils, I don't think I'm waking up. Your head you know, be gone though. But I'm a I have no problem with people who use weed. Yeah, all right. I have no issues with that. I have no issues. With people who's who are gonna use, you know, I don't know if CBD is gonna cause that thing, but I know when I look at weed, CBD, cocaine, stuff like that, I'm just like, uh, there's worse out there. Yeah, you know. But at the same point, to answer your question, I don't think, I think with heroin, I don't think you would ever hear me tell anybody, <laughs> even if you are a heroin addict. Like, ah, uh, man, how long you been doing it? Thirty years. <laughs> What's the what's one more year? And we say irresponsible shit, man. But yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that nah. to you because I can't imagine your insides, how they look, and heroin is just. But again, to each his own. Yeah, so to each this, his own. I don't think you said it. I don't know. I can. I'll, I don't know if you said it, but you know, Carhartt. You know, he's receiving backlash for saying, you know, that he used heroin. This is a a, a college professor at Columbia University, I believe. Yeah, which is one of the Ivy League schools. Man. It's an Ivy League school. Yep, yep, yep. So, I mean, so uh, I get the question is: Would you do the same? Would you do it? No, I never would. Like, and like you said, I'm I'm under the same understanding as you. Like, 
You know, if you use cocaine as your thing, man, I probably like, I I never would do it, and I never want to talk about any drug use. But I never met a marijuana smoker that, um, you know, died from smoking marijuana. You know why? Because they just go get so fucking high that they can't put it to their lips. They might burn right. the fucking house down <laughs> when they fall like, asleep. But and, you never. And we're not, we're not saying that there's not any out there. There probably is someone that has died from marijuana. It's just that I haven't. Personally heard. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never heard of it. I, I heard of marijuana smokers getting high and burning the house down because they fell asleep, but I, I just never heard of it. So, um, and that's neither here nor that. I mean, if you use drugs um, and you need help, maybe you know this is probably going to be one of the most responsible shit we did on the show's history. I, I think that we're going to sit there and put down the drug hotline and give it to y'all. Yeah, man, just, you know, it is what it is with the drug use, bro, because, I mean, we all, you know, have our vices and stuff. Uh, I mean, you can die from drinking alcohol, from overdosing on it, if you drink too much. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, I mean, I think, but do you think status plays a big role when it comes to drug use? Because this is a professor at Columbia University. Um, do you think he's gonna get looked at the same? Like, yeah, I use heroin. I ain't saying he like, hey, kids, you want to be smart? <laughs> Heroin's the way no, to go. I, I, I don't I think he is that. because I mean, he articulates it in a, a respective way that um, you can sit there and look at it and be like, I understand. Um, obviously, he hasn't been fired for his from his position. Um, uh, he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's not going up in front of a class and doing a dope thing, leaning in the middle of lectures. So um, he, I think his um, one of his sayings is that he uses uh, drugs in a respectful way. Like if you were going to go out with the night with your with your friends, and you know you don't have nothing to do on a Saturday morning, you go out on a Friday night and you drink responsibly, and you still get up and you're um, you know a productive member of society, take care of your kids, treat your wife well. So that's how he uses drugs. But I mean. I use that shit against him. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like I couldn't be his student, and I found out this dude do heroin. I'm gonna use that again. I'm like, hold on. So you ain't grade my paper right because you were probably high. Do this shit sober. Like I'm using that shit against him yeah, the whole time. Yeah, I better get an A in that goddamn class. You know Druggy. what I'm saying? I bet. Hey, if I get A's, I ain't saying shit. But let yeah. that motherfucker come back with that C. I'm gonna. You know that if he come back with that C. You know, I'm going to be very disappointed, and I might go to the dean. You know why? Because I just don't think he graded it in a sober way. And Am I wrong if I would have bought him a bag of heroin? And, and throw it on his desk? Like, shh. And just walked off? <laughs> I don't think you're going to get backlash, but if he came to you with that C, like, I know you would be mad, and... You know what I would say if he came to me with that seat, I would be I, I would be upset. But the best thing I would say to him, I told him I can, I can, I can respectfully decline that. <laughs> 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 <So>, I <laughs> gotta respectfully decline that seat because I think you were high when you did it. So, uh, man, moving on, man. Uh, people respectfully declining doing shit. Uh, I respectfully decline this young man and. I know we moved away from irresponsible mentors of the week, and I didn't get one this week, but I think Tuck has one. And the sad part is this brother is <laughs> from the DMV. Uh, teacher, just like my man Hart, Professor Hart, Dr. Hart from Columbia University, uh, we had a teacher aide that played himself. Tuck, would you like to introduce the story? 
Yes, unfortunately, I would like to introduce this story. <laughs> <So> unfortunately, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the irresponsible mentor of the week for talk. Just, just the irresponsible mentor probably for the next two weeks. <laughs> so, listen, man, I'm not. We we do irresponsible. We say and do irresponsible shit on this show. So the one thing we don't do, we're not judge. Well, I'm not judging you. I know judgy ass chip. He's gonna judge the <laughs> shit out of you. I'm not gonna judge you, all right? Because more than likely, I've probably been there and done that. Oh shit! So <laughs> you know, a little bit about Tuck story time. Something embarrassing, you know. If y'all opened up, I like to open up to my fans. All right, we all we all cool. We all family. <laughs> um, you know, one time, you know, I, I unfortunately got caught. You know, beat my meat. And it was super embarrassing. Right? I think my mama caught me. And um shit. yeah, super embarrassing. But you know, we played that shit off. That between mom and son. <laughs> Keep that shit moving, all right. This man, Mark Shaq. Shaq. I think that's his name, right? Hold on, I ain't answer your ass. You're gonna say something off the wall. Slack. So we'll say with Mark Shaq, all right, <laughs> out of Maryland. He's a teacher's aide. Now this man, you know, with the with COVID going on, this man, you know, everyone's doing virtual teaching, virtual school. So Mark Shack, the thing about virtual school that I'm learning about that when they use these computers to come on here with the internet on, you can still be a part of the class and do other things, look at other parts. So Mark Shack, um, he's an assistant special education teacher. People, listen to me, special education teacher. <laughs> All right. Everybody remember that. Everybody remember special ed in high school and stuff. All right. We all had that one special ass special ed person that always stuck out. The person in my high school, I'm going to say his name, but he used to always break dance on demand. All right. They used to act the back of the school for us. No, nah, I used to actually do the break dance. Like, I know it's <laughs> fucked up, but. <laughs> he wanted the show. He, he wanted the show. Every, every time I saw him, I was like, break dance. He's like, okay. And he just do it. And I was like, go. Like it's wrong, no judgment. But <laughs> this guy is a special ed teacher. All right, he's out of um. He told Bethesda Magazine that's around your neck of the woods. God damn it! All right, <laughs> that he was unaware that he was masturbating on a virtual call until he was in. He was masturbating on a virtual call. All right, Mark said he thought he was logged out when class was over. He had no clue that the Zoom was still on. This man thought his class was over, left the Zoom on. He thought it was over, left it on, and just kept probably down on Pornhub or something. And he just started going to work in a special special ed teacher. Now, and just hearing this just makes me cringe, Tuck. And I say that because I don't care how cool you are, Right, I don't care like how many young ladies you conquered. Um, you know what I'm saying your swag, your shoe game. Nobody looks cool masturbating. You know what I mean? Like after you masturbate, sometimes do you sit there and say, "Why did I do that?" You know what? I think <laughs> I, I went back and forth. You know, like sometimes I'm just like. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> got it. <laughs> but then sometimes it's like, ah, oh, you disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty ass. Dude. I mean, because like, like, 
if anybody catches you, I mean, you look like a deer in headlights, right? Yeah, close the door, like you know, trying to, you know, you, you know, you probably done put some candles out, not to, but it became hard. But you know, you set the mood, you know what I'm saying? You lock the door, you position shit, you know, strategically, and then, and then if somebody catches you, like there's just no way to sit there and. Do you ball up in a fetal position? Do you like what's the proper way to stop masturbating and still look cool? It depends on how. It, it. No, it depends no, on no, how. But that, that that's it depends on how close you are. I mean, <laughs> if you're close, you know what? <laughs> Going across the finish line, brother. I already saw you. Now you can do about that. Go and, ahead. And shout out to my man Porter P. <laughs> I'm about to take it out. Nah, fuck it. We'll keep it in there. Um, nah, don't. Yeah, keep everything in. Yeah, man. Um, I remember I was walking home from the to the dorms, right? And you know, <laughs> you know, I'm walking. You know, and when you walk, you know, everybody, ha ha, what's up, boy? Yeah, I'm gonna holler at you tomorrow. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? About to go go take it in to go to sleep. You know what I mean? And I, I locked my door, right? And I said, God damn. I locked my door, and I, I was known for that. You know what I mean? But I had my good man pour the pee. And what you know, Porter P always used to like let me through the bathroom because we shared the bathroom. So I don't like this. I don't like this story going. Yeah, well, no, it's nothing like that. Uh, okay. So <laughs> uh, I used to stay in room one twelve, right? And you already know, you know, if you don't know what one twelve is for you young kids, go ahead and download it. You know what I'm saying? When you with your girl, you throw that on there. You start rubbing the leg. One thing leads to another. Neither here nor there. Um. So you know, I go to room one eleven. I sit there, you know, shimmy the door. I said, oh, it's open. So I, I hit it with the, nobody answered, right? I know he in there because I see his car. I hear, I hear the music going. So I proceed to open the door. Now, mind you, when I went into those dorms, this was in the day of portable DVD players, right? So my man is sitting in the bed, candles going, little slow music, you know what I'm saying? Vibes is on a thousand. But I walk in. <laughs> and he, well, he was, was using mid, your cocoa butter. He's going at it, ain't it? He was in mid-stroke. And <laughs> with a sock. <laughs> I just seen the sock. And it was one of those Kool-Aid stripe socks. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, shit. And then he was like, man, close the door. And I, I, I felt like Ezekiel on Friday. I said, hey, everybody, pour in here beating this man. <laughs> oh, you snitched on him? <laughs> Yeah, because we were just getting off, you know, getting out of class or whatever. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Why you snitching, man? <laughs> I said, I ain't going to tell nobody else. <laughs> man, why you snitching, man? Man, that, that motherfucker that... didn't even open the goddamn door and I had to sleep in somebody else's room. Man, why you why you walk in? He had the music playing. How you know he was in there with a girl? Shit, should have locked the door, man. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. Like, why would you just be pleasing yourself with the door unlocked? <laughs> that man had to set the mood, man. Like he, you don't know. It could have been he could have had random a random CD on. No, I seen it. I seen it. Cause it was just in slow motion, man. Like and when he looked at me, the look in his eyes was just of utter defeat. <laughs> like, cause what w- would you finish? What do you do after that? Do you I mean run up? Our, you the t- door? He told you to close the door? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah, like I said, it depends on where you at, man. I'm close. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, hey. 
<laughs> hey man, just go, hurry up, man. <laughs> like, no, like you can't do that, man. You look stupid. So yeah, man. Shout out to that brother, man. Hey, I I ain't gonna take your name out, man. But he's a fan of the show and he listens, man. But you know, nobody knows your nickname, man. But hey, you got. I, I do. Careful. I do think Mark. I, like I said, I think you know the thing that we're missing about. Like I said, I don't want to keep. I don't want to concentrate too much on um. On Mark, Mr. Mark, you know, beat this meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, that, that's that's a normal thing. That's cool. But my thing is though, man, you are a special. You a teacher, but you a special ed teacher, man. I don't know what was going on in your class that once you was done and you <laughs> thought the Zoom thing was open, you was like, ah, <laughs> time to go. <laughs> time to go. Trying to get. He probably had a Fitbit on. It's like I get these strokes in, and. And you think it like that's the first thing that popped in your mind? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mark was thinking about that all day. <laughs> that's sad, man. Yeah, and now we we need to cycle. Hey, Mr. Mark, we ain't trying to psychoanalyze you, but goddamn, Mr. Mark, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit, uh, Mr. Mark probably is unfortunately lost his job, and he's not going to be a member of the Bethesda school system anymore because uh, he's probably fired now. Uh, I'm, well, not, I say probably he is. Uh, they got him on administrative leave right now. Paid? Uh, they didn't say paid, but he's got him on administrative leave. Yeah, I just don't know what's worse, man, because, like, you'll never live that down, though. You know what I mean? Mr. Marcus, had to, he's going to have to transfer school systems. Man, Mr. Marcus, he don't need to be a teacher anymore. He need to go teach in Vietnam where <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows you. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting kicked out of school systems, Ah, tuck, tuck, tuck. The moment of truth. <laughs> now, we have not plugged this because, you know, we don't like to give promises because people have busy schedules and we just don't know. Our show is unscripted, a comedic podcast, just the views and thoughts of Tuck, Uncle Tuck and Uncle Chip, right? So we had a special guest on the show, right? And she came and she talked to us about this platform. And this platform has been in the news lately, right? Um, because some kids were kicked out of school, just like Mr. Mark has uh, been put on paid, uh, unpaid or paid administrative leave uh, for pleasing himself at 3 o'clock in the afternoon after teaching the class. <laughs> so these kids were kicked out because their mom was pleasing other dads in the school that they attend. And when I say pleasing other dads, she was pleasing them via OnlyFans. Now, Tuck, if you don't know what OnlyFans is and you are been under a rock for the last year, OnlyFans has been around for about two, three years, but it's came to the forefront because of COVID. People have used OnlyFans to connect with their fans. Some people use OnlyFans to shoot videos. I think DJ Khaled and uh, Fat Joe play basketball together. Um, DJ Envy from the Breakfast Club, he teach real estate seminars. Some people use OnlyFans to pop it open for a goon. Now, this young lady is from California, correct? California. Um, she goes by the name of Miss Poindexter on OnlyFans. Now, during the pandemic, people have lost their jobs. People have felt short and have succumbed to not being able to be in the social economic status that they have been accustomed to prior to the pandemic. Now, Miss Poindexter took that fucking irony and profited of it, profited off of it. And she started taking some, what do you call them, Tuck, some flicks, some photos. 
Yeah, she was taking some, um, she was using, um, her artistic views to publish <laughs> some adult content. I like that. <laughs> so artistic views translates to doing something strange for some change. Well, she was taking just pictures for what I'm what I, for what I understood. Just she was pictures. taking some provocative pictures. Some in the new strip had been started in Africa. Long time ago, long, long, long time ago, white men went to Africa. And he saw these beautiful black women walking around, singing, dancing, working, living in the nude. Bucket naked. You can see their public hairs. This white man went from village to village to seek out these beautiful black women, watching them perform in the nude. Did it! Hey, White man got an idea. He figured he gonna go back to Europe right? no, and start the same type of business, take away from my black women's. Try to get the white bitches to dance the same identical way. Huh? But to no avail. <laughs> Wasn't no shame in our black women. Wasn't no shame in them walking around bucking naked. So he went over the year, tried to start the same thing, but it didn't happen. The white bitches told him the most beautiful words you ever want to hear in our profession. What's she say? Baby, the white bitches looked at that white man dead in the eye and told him, fuck that. Pay me. <laughs> That's why I get 30%. <laughs> when can I start? Immediately. As my man Bernie Mac would say, <laughs> in the news. <laughs> so... Uh, and some moms came across this page, Doug. And you know what's one of the worst things that has plagued us in the last two years? Karen. Niches. Karen's oh, yeah, Karen too. Yeah. Karen's <laughs> Karen's yes, six right. So imagine you're going to set up a nice evening for yourself, right? And this evening was pre 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 predicated. Yeah, predicated. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Took you a while. Yeah, God, I, I knew what I was going to say. Ah, I got to respectfully decline it. Uh, it was predicated off seeing a young lady that was dropping off her kids at school. And people was like, hey, she's on OnlyFans. Now, you said, hmm. Now, I don't even know why people use OnlyFans, especially for pictures and stuff when you got hood amateurs, uh, Pornhub, uh, XXX. You, you know, I don't know them, you know, just for research purposes. I probably. I'm typing up hood amateurs right now. I never heard of them before. We're <laughs> looking at that. So you set up an evening for yourself and then you get caught, just like Porter P, just like Mr. Mark. Your wife walks in and she said, is that Susie from school? And you was in there. I don't even know why. Looking at still photos, touching your meat. Now, how do you think that wife felt? She said, oh, hell no. I got to tell somebody. And then she gets with her group of friends and then they become a pack of Karens and they go to the school. And guess what the school did to these kids, Tuck? They expelled them. Expelled their asses. Know why? Because their mom was popping it open for a goon on OnlyFans. How do you feel about this, sir? Should the kids been kicked out of school? No, not at all. I think OnlyFans 
is legit. I think <laughs> I do. God, I think damn. I think I, I think it's legit. I think the family, the, the, for one, her husband she was t- taking the pictures. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, this is the part that got me right. This girl was making hundred and fifty k a month. I still got to see the receipts. hundred and fifty k a month. Listen, there, there, there's this um Disney actress Bella Hyde or Hyde or whatever. But I remember when um. I heard that she came out with a uh, OnlyFans and she made a million in her first day. That's a million in her first day. So you telling me this mom is making hundred and fifty thousand dollars extra a month to post pictures that's shot by her husband and people think it's wrong? Hell no! Nah. I think those group of Cairns probably garbage. They probably look like they damn husbands, and I think they just hating. And the thing that pissed me off the most. A lot of people that don't like OnlyFans and don't like the content that they produce, they're doing the same content behind the scenes in their private life. Yeah, yeah. So so they're mad because someone's doing the same thing you're doing is just the whole point. They want to put it publicly and you're getting paid for it and you're mad about that? Sound like a hater to me. <laughs> One hater, two hater. You know what I mean? So... But I think I think old girls should. I think it's messed up her kids, and that's something that y- if you take those pictures, that's something that you already prepare in your head. Like you know what, my kids they're gonna have to know because they're gonna have they're gonna find out about this with the internet now. You know, when we were growing up, we had VHSs, we didn't have none of that stuff, so we can take pictures. We had Polaroids, we ain't had no no receipts for that. Now, you put a picture out, anybody can find your mama. Yeah, you know, anybody, yeah. or dad, or something like that. So I think they, hey, we know our kids gonna go through it. They're gonna get picked on, whatever. But they're gonna be taken care of. So I ain't mad about that. I ain't mad, man. And you know, I'm not mad at the school because you know it's a private school. You know what I mean? But you know, well, it's hey, a private Catholic school. Yeah, private Catholic school. So, so all the stuff that the Catholic Church been doing the last couple of years, and you telling me they mad about a mom doing OnlyFans? <laughs> Man, isn't yeah. that the kettle calling the black blacker than the other kettle and the bigger pot of the iron skillet of the kettle? Man, set your ass down. <laughs> oh, the fuck? I think that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, um, but yeah, and obviously we couldn't get her on the thing. I mean, she's been doing interviews. And all type of stuff because, you know, not only did this drive her fucking money and her monetary value up because now you gonna have the individual casual looker. I want to see Miss Poindexter and we wish we could have got her on the show, but we did something better for you. We got our only fans model, same situation as kids and she's doing something to better herself. And you know what? We got her on the show and coming up. Here first, you heard it. We got an OnlyFans model. Uh, her name is Natasha, and we have her links, her descriptions, her YouTube page, and her OnlyFans that we would drop in the link of the show notes. Now, y'all enjoy this interview. Y'all press play if you want to pause it. You know, go get your popcorn and wine. You do that. But check out this interview that we did with Miss Natasha. She goes by Foreign Butter on OnlyFans. It's been your boy Chip T and Tuck, and y'all enjoyed this interview, and we definitely will not get out of here by doing our songs of the week. 
my song of the week, you know, is by, you know, one of the greatest mans that I know, uh, King of Morocco, Kevin Gates, you know what I'm saying? Cartel Swag. And I know you see me watching. Y'all enjoy the song, man. Make sure y'all keep subscribing. Y'all keep fucking with us. I hope you enjoyed this interview. My song of the week, man, um, from the Netherlands throne, Nicole Bus. She got a song called Rain, Hup Hollin' Up. Um, shout out to my Dutch people listening and Dope ass song. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Y'all be safe out there, your boy. Talk. Yo, what up, everybody? It's your boy Chip T from the Irresponsible Mentors. And we have the guests that we have just plugged. I know a lot of y'all saying, damn, they are, you know, getting different people on the show. Uh, we always have the man himself, the myth, the legend, my good co host. Go ahead, sir. How are y'all doing, good people? Your boy Tuck here again for probably one of the. A new episode, you know, I'm kind of excited. It's Pisces season, <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's my birthday here in a couple of days. So, if you know, Pisces up, I don't have no catchphrase like other people. Like, you hear me talk about some, hey, like nothing like that. But I'm just happy it's just, you know, Pisces season. We're going to bring it in that way. And we got a special guest. Uh, you know, a lot of famous people have gone by the name Tasha. We had Tasha from Belly, right? <laughs> we had Tasha from Belly, and you already know how she was on the on the movie. We had Tasha from uh, what's the what, what's the show called that Fifty did? Uh, Power. Power. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate Tasha. Um, I was more of the what's the Spanish chick name? Um, of course you were, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know you're not giving no love to the sisters. <laughs> <but I feel. laughs> no, but we got a good sister on the show. Um, I'll let you introduce yourself, ma'am. Go ahead. Well, hello. My name is Natasha. Um, this is my first time here, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> first of all, can we can we just like forget about me for a minute? Did you mention you're a Pisces? I am a Pisces. <laughs> you can't be trusted. Whoa, whoa. Come on. Nah, we need, we haven't even started the damn show for five minutes and you are taking shots. But you know, it's Pisces trusted. season. Oh my gosh, it's the worst season ever. Oh, you know so what? So you, uh, if you I need to me, I need I need to meet the Pisces that broke your damn heart because no, no Pisces broke my damn heart. Okay, first of all, let's just establish that I broke all of the Pisces heart. I'm a Virgo, I'm Jada Pinkett, okay. Don't, don't even. Oh, you know, oh, Jada which Pinkett. Jada Pinkett? Do you Ooh. like Jason Zurich Jada Pinkett? Or you, you Matrix Jada Pinkett? Which Jada Pinkett are you? Are you Entanglement, Jason? Uh, oh, she's probably Entanglement. I'm, I'm Entanglement. I'm all of it. I'm Superwoman, okay? Jada's Superwoman in my eyes, so. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Not Jada. Go <laughs> further. Introduce yourself while I say my next, my next line. So, so how am I supposed to introduce myself on here? Like, just... You know, my name's Natasha. I am what are you? What my age? I'm 31 years old. Okay, um, you're a mother from Canada, Vancouver, BC. And yeah, I am a fitness influencer for the most part, or you know, trying to get big, trying to get more, you know, um, more work with my social media thing. And yeah, so that's all you do, yeah. Uh, no. Hey, listen on this show, man. Hey, we on this show, we like that. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the questions. You know? No, no, we to... want to know what you are like because right now, no. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it seemed like you on the fitness podcast, which irresponsible mentors is not that. Um, so you are a, a young lady. Um, you do you, your fitness influencer. Uh, mm-hmm. What else do you do? 
Um, recently, I just came out with an OnlyFans. So that air is air horns, fun. air horns, chip, play damn air horns, everything. That's a Pisces trait right there. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I, I don't. It's not exposing. How I just gave you props to say play the air horn. Yeah, yeah. Almost always a good thing that when you play the air horn. I thought it was a negative. No, thing. no. no look at you. No. See, that, that's, what, what what sign you say, Virgo? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, like, it, it, I got I got to go back to this. She said Pisces, pretty much. <laughs> we not shit, but she said I break. I've broken all Pisces heart. It's like what. What Let's, we do? Okay, no, I, I haven't. Okay, listen, I'm, I'm talking shit. Of course, I haven't okay. broken all Pisces' heart, but most of the Pisces that I've encountered in my life, they've just been interesting to say the least. It's Canadians, that's why. <laughs> no, Tim, Tim, you know, they, y'all, 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 Tim, Tim Horton cats. I mean, oh my gosh, it's the American Pisces, okay? It's the American oh, blame Pisces. Blame us, man. You pro- I don't even know your type, man. It's probably some <laughs> cat named Chauncey. <laughs> Tim Hortons, what the fuck is that? Is that a gas that's station? Like, that's like, that's like Canadian a coffee establishment like, out here. It's like Starbucks out there for you guys. Actually, it's like Dunkin' Donuts for you guys out there. Mm, never been a Dunkin' Donuts. But no, nah, Tim Hortons, to me, I like it. It's dope. But that's another episode yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's, 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 let's come to, to get here what we wanted to talk about. Um, now, you said that you do fitness and um, mm-hmm. you have work with clients on on uh, bettering themselves, I take it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So with that... Um, what do you do when you sit there? Like, is it virtual? Uh, with COVID, obviously, how has that um, affected you? Did you do this before COVID or did you do it pre-COVID or post-COVID? Okay, so um, just a little history. I used to be a nurse. Um, I worked as an, a licensed practical nurse for almost seven years of my life. I got injured and then I did like a whole, you know, just analyzed my life a little bit, just reflected and thought, you know what, maybe I don't want to go back into nursing and I should start delving into something that I was more passionate about and interested in. So that's where the fitness thing came into play. Um, I first initially started working at a gym to get more exposure to see whether or not I would want to pursue something in the fitness industry. Mm. And I liked what I saw. I liked just the environment. I got a good feel for it. So it's crazy because right around like March, I think it was like March 18th of last year, that's when everybody went on lockdown, right? So we got laid off of work. And so I took that opportunity to get trained, to get certified as a personal trainer, because I'm like, why not? You know, I have all this time at home. I have the money. I can do it. So I did that. And then, yeah, the rest is history from there. I've just been, I take clients online. So I'm doing like one-on-one coaching. Um, I make customized meal plans and customized workout plans. And yeah, so, and ever since then, it's just been, it's been great. Like, I love it. It's something that I'm really, really passionate about. And it just like, you know, it comes from a a certain place of mine, you know, like from my past. So like, I think that's why I hold it so dear to my heart because, you know, I used to like weigh a certain amount of weight and then I lost a lot of weight. I used to weigh 260 pounds. God, hold on. How tall are you? I am around five, six, five, seven. Oh, you was chunky. 
<laughs> I was a big gal. You was, was like, you was, you was one skittle from fat. Like, damn, when you eat that damn skittle, it's over. And then now look at you, right? So now hard work I, pays I, off. Hard work yeah. pays off. And now th- th- that was your passion. That's what you were talking about when mm-hmm. you said you had life changes. I, I felt that you looked at yourself in the mirror and you didn't like what you saw. No, actually, back when I was big. Yeah. Um, no, I was actually like my first day on the job as a nurse and I was sweating and somebody like one of this like coworkers, she made a comment, um, pertaining to my weight. And she was like, you know, she, she said something kind of rude and snarky and that kind of like initially motivated me to change. So it was like, I, I don't know what it was. Like, I guess I was just so sick and tired of people treating me a certain way and basing just the way I looked on my work ethic Mm. and so yeah i'm like you know what fuck this shit now that you have lost the weight Mm -hmm. right uh you started feeling confident about yourself correct oh yeah of course uh people started sliding in your dms (laughs) yes uh people were shooting a shot yep (laughs) even in real life oh look at that so even during the pandemic huh even during the i feel like the pandemic because you know you're at home i'm sure most women while being at home during the pandemic were doing the whole what was that the that challenge on tiktok where they were like not the busted challenge the other one where it was like no rush the no rush challenge it initially started with the no rush challenge how women went from looking all bummy and crazy to like bad, you know, like getting their hair done, makeup done, whatever. So I think it initially started from that and just women being more confident in themselves and, you know, just posting selfies and what have you. And, you know, of course I fell into that trend. So naturally people are going to shoot their shot when people see something, especially men, when men see something they like, they're just going to naturally go now, now the question I have to ask, um, like I said, I, I'm very blunt and upfront, so my questions aren't written. Um, whatever <laughs> comes off the top of my head, I'm, I'm, you know what, I can handle it. Go ahead. I know you can. I know you can. I, <laughs> she Virgo. already shot. Yeah, she already fucking came right. out the gates. Huh? So, 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 so it's not it, that that question when people ask you, you know, you you was a little chubby one. Now nah, you was fat, mm-hmm. but you all the weight did did. A lot of your clients or people that saw your journey was like, oh, man, she has surgery. Did did Um, people come at you like that? Not necessarily. I've yet to have somebody uh, ask me that. But like I've I've exemplified it like multiple times, even in my YouTube channel and just like in my bio. I had it written down. I don't think it's written down there anymore. But I said that I did it naturally. I didn't do it with surgery. It was all natural so i've yet to have somebody ask me about it but you know even if they were to ask me about it i'm pretty transparent like i didn't get no surgery done i've had no work done you know i still you know need to tighten up in areas you know like cellulite whatever it is what it is i'm a woman you know whatever but pardon me uh, um not to cut you off um so i'm so before we go, go into the whole like OnlyFans thing, I, I was I was intrigued when um Chip hit me up. He was like, "Yo, we have an interesting guest," and I was like, "Bet." And we talked about this before. Me and him actually talk a lot about random things offline, and okay. um he bought up, you know. And I and I'm curious. I'm curious to see your. I want to hear your response to 
his mindset. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Chip. But okay. before we get into that, you know, we get to the OnlyFans thing. Um, how did that play? Like, what was it that like a confidence thing that would start growing in you with the whole weight loss thing? And you was like, you know what? I, I, I see OnlyFans. These girls are making money. These men are making money, too. And they're not doing much. They're not even doing much or even looking that well. Because let's be real. Attraction, look, sell. That, that sells right there. Yeah. Was that like a big motivation? Like, you know what? I can do this. Honestly, no. <laughs> like, because it wasn't even about, like, the reason why I got into OnlyFans, it wasn't even about, like, just how I look. Because, like, even if I was bigger, I'm pretty sure there would be some people that would have, you know, liked me, would have been attracted to me. You know, everybody has a type. It was more so, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay, other people are kind of doing it. Yeah, I kind of fell under that pressure. But it was like a joke for the longest time. It was something that was, I joked about, like, oh, I'm going to create an OnlyFans. I'm going to create an OnlyFans. But I never did it because I was so worried about my reputation. And I was so worried about how people would perceive me. So I didn't do it. Because, you know, even though I was confident in my appearance, <clears throat> my morals were like, okay don't do it. Don't do it. You have kids, you have responsibilities, you know, people in real life, don't do it. But then actually it's funny. I went on Instagram live one time, I think it was like two weeks ago. And I had somebody request to join the live and he was just acting supremely thirsty and he was getting naked. It was just like a whole, it was, it was like a shit show. And so a but lot he was of getting people, naked without you telling him to. No, okay, so he requested to join the live. <laughs> okay, listen. He requested to join the live. I just came on live to shoot the shit with my followers. Nothing more, nothing less. So he requested to join the live. He was this, like, Ukrainian teenager. And so he he's sitting there. I, I accept, because I'm like, why not? I'm interacting with my followers, right? Potential client. Who knows? So I accept the request. He's sitting there by his couch, and he's like, you want the dance? And I'm like, Excuse me? He's like, you want the dance? The dance? The what? Do I want to dance? Oh, I want to dance. Oh, that was was your Ukrainian accent. I like that. That was me attempting. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I won't promise. But he's like, you know, he's asking me if I want to dance in a Ukrainian accent. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, sure. You know, like, put some music on. So he gets up. Mm. And this motherfucker has no, like, boxers on, no pants on, nothing. He's just commando. Like, his dick is just hanging out. His balls are hanging out. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And I had people watching the live. And, every, like, everybody was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> so, so then immediately after that live, I, just, like, my DMs were booming. But it was booming in a way where, like, it was it was people just, like, asking me what the fuck what's going on like what happened like why did he do that i'm like i don't know i don't control people so then i had one of my friends tell me i'm like she's like you know what you have this fitness page on instagram she's like you have all these guys like hitting you up and just these weirdos whatever she's like you might as well just make an only fans page for them and just have them like you know subscribe to you because it, it seems like they're that desperate you know so i'm like you know what why not <laughs> Why not, man? Why not get paid for it? Which I Why see not nothing. I see it, nothing right? wrong with that. I see yeah. nothing wrong with that. Chip, 
Hey. You see anything wrong with that? Now, <laughs> I went back and forth with this, right? So, Natasha, you know, I'm, I'm conservative, Chip, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah. I respect everybody and their opinions and their views. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, a faithful member of the Republican Party. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. If, uh, okay, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> oh, not a Donald Trump fan, but, you know. Okay, okay, good, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So, Be good. Uh, now, <laughs> I got a, I got, I got a couple questions because you know I let Tuck go on his little tangent. And he wanted to sit there and put me on the bus, uh, and and basically drive that motherfucker over me. I just uh, want, no, 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 I just no, want no, to build no, no, it up bus, because the, the whole time Natasha he was just like, man, oh no, I'm like, dude, <laughs> be be you. So I just want now now I now I got it open. Now the cocoon is open. You a butterfly. Go ahead and fly, motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, how's the money on OnlyFans? No, no, three. I got like a three part question. Okay, so in about four days, I made fifteen hundred dollars. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. That's before so, taxes. That is, that was just only subscribers. It wasn't even the the weird requests that they ask and messages and stuff. That's just subscribers because everybody was like, everybody was shocked. Let's just say that <laughs> everybody was shocked that I actually went through with my OnlyFans. Um, does, does your mom? Did your mom or your dad know about it? Oh hell no! Hell no! <laughs> hell to the fucking no! Right, well, so my dad passed away. Um, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. Um, but my mom, she's old school, and she she would not have it. She would not have it at all. She would just, yeah, no. So you made fifteen hundred dollars, which uh, obviously, you know, I mean, you, you you got kids and stuff, which can help mm-hmm. out your kids and stuff. So I never sit there and shun anybody that tries to make a dollar, right? Um, yeah, no worries. Now you made the fifteen hundred, right? Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, you said that you come from conservative lifestyle, from the background. Mm-hmm. And any time when you were going to sit there and shoot whatever shots and whatever photos, whatever videos, did you ever think about the ramifications of what that being put on the internet could portray to your kids in a later date and time? No. <laughs> because my kids are going to know me enough to know that whatever images they see on social media doesn't determine our relationship and doesn't determine the mother I am to them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a good influence in their life that none of that shit's going to bother them. Even if they get older and see me like, okay, mom had to do what she had to do to, you know, get us things to get by and they're going to be grateful and I'm going to make sure of it. You know what? Hey, I'm going to give you some for that. All right. Um, so another question, right? So mm-hmm. now when you do OnlyFans and you do the videos and stuff and um, how do you pick the individuals that are in the videos with you? Your, your Uncle Chip well, wants to know. <laughs> well, um, actually the person that was in my only video that I posted is my boyfriend so he is yeah so he is the father of you know my kids and he's he is in my life very much so i like like, that man you're keeping it in the family yeah keeping it it in the family right (laughs) we wanted those air horns that's a good thing all right don't get mad about that i thought it was a rain though so okay now all right 
Now you got me intrigued. They're meeting up anybody all willy nilly, you know, just having a list of people that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go link up with just for content. Although I've been asked and, and, you know, I'm flattered, but it's never going to happen. No. Even even if I was single, I probably would not. I would just use a dildo. But, but the <laughs> money, but the, but the money, the money that, um, you know, I'm hearing that, you know, these, these women make their only fans is ridiculous. Like, you don't think, you think none of that be tempting to you? Um, no, okay. I feel like I would find different ways. I would try to improvise, you know, and yeah, I just, I don't like if it got to that point, I would probably reconsider OnlyFans, you know, but I feel like my looks and just what I can do already alone will bring in enough. You know, I'm confident in that. So now another question. Mm hmm. Being that you do this joint venture with your boyfriend, man, shout out to him, mm-hmm. man. good brother. Mm-hmm. Um, do you give him like fifty percent? Yeah, we we live together, so everything's shared. Like we we pay for everything together, so it's like it's not his money, my money, or anything. It's our money. So. Now, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, now, so 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 with what with what you're doing. Um, that's, that's cool. You and your man, y'all do it together. So there's no lying. There's no hiding about it. You know, yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure I'm pretty going to be awkward one day if he, if he looking on your only fantasy, a video posted, he like the fuck, hold on. I've been working all day. It's going to be kind of <laughs> awkward. All right. Cause he all in your videos, but do you ever, th- does it ever get to a point that, um, are you, are you very comfortable with doing only fans to the point that no one can use it against you? And me, what I mean by that is, you know, how some people, you know, their man can be like, yo, I support what you do. They may not like it, but they support what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, say, say, for instance, a stripper. And yeah. say they get into a fight or something, you see people like, ah, oh, you ain't shit. That's why you're just a little stripper hoe. And yeah. they say stuff like yeah. that to kind of hurt you. Mm-hmm. But are, is this, are you at the point now that, like, you're actually comfortable, like, no matter what, with or without him, like, you're happy with the decisions you make? At first. I'm not going to lie. I felt some type of way because there were people that were making comments like that. So it did affect me a little bit, but that's just because I was starting. But now I actually had this discussion with him today earlier. um, And I was talking about how I just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been through enough in my life. I'm old enough. I have two kids. If somebody has anything negative to say with or without him pertaining to what I'm doing, they can come and take care of a bill of mine, you know, or they can give me enough money f- to send my kids off to college, you know, and pay for their tuition and pay for their rent when they get older, if they have anything to say to me. So I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, I'm super content, super confident with my choices. Whatever repercussions I have to deal with in the future, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it and I, I'm ready for it. But I, the way I see it, I don't see any repercussions. I just see myself benefiting from this. And um, my kids benefiting from it as well. More, more for them than me, right? Okay. So, I got you. If you want to sit there and uh, put out your OnlyFans and stuff, uh, you can always hit us up, and we'll throw it in the, the show uh, subscriptions. And we ain't charging nothing um, or anything oh. like that. Uh, you know, if you come on again, we might charge like three percent. Uh, but neither <laughs> ain't Natasha, man. I'm I'm happy that you came on. I yeah. give you all the props in the world. I hope you continue. This is gonna be this is like gonna be. Some of the strangers' advice, probably, all right? <laughs> but it might, it's going to be the best irresponsible advice of 2021 for you, all right? So listen closely. 
All right, for one, Pisces be the shit. Understand that. <laughs> Fight it. Accept it. Run with it. All right. No response. No response. No response. No response needed. No response needed. All right. Secondly is. I hope you continue to run with the Oli fans doing what you do. You and your man, y'all y'all keep continuing to um, portray y'all artistic views. Yeah. <laughs> you like the you. way I put that one? All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all continue to do your artistic views um, and, and, and continue to do what makes you happy. I think a lot of people get a bad misconception. And actually, before we go, I just want to ask you that one question. What do you think is what do you think is a huge misconception that people portray of OnlyFans girls? Because some people think like, oh man, why would you stoop to that level? Y'all hoes, y'all this. Why did he do this? And I'm thinking like, well, shit, man, her page only five dollars. I mean, <laughs> ain't that bad. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm looking at it completely opposite. But it's the same point that yo, they're not doing anything illegal. They ain't hurt nobody. They ain't yeah. in their business. They're doing their own business. Whatever they want to do, if they want to show what happens in the privacy of their house with mm-hmm. the world, if someone is willing to pay for it, it's no different than, I guess, watching porn. Like, if the porn is free, but just in this case, you're watching it, you're, getting, you're paying somebody for it. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, so exactly. I think a lot of people get a wrong, a bad misconception about it. I, I just want to let you know that from Tuck, from the Irresponsible Mentors, mm-hmm. we get two thumbs up. We had a two thumbs up. We had a two thumbs up sign or, or soundboard. I'll, I'll play it. Man, I, don't know how, I don't know how that shit would sound, but. <laughs> yeah, we don't got that, man. Yeah, but. That. So I actually, it's crazy. The first day I promoted my OnlyFans content on my Instagram, some guy messaged me and he's like wow you have an OnlyFans now and I'm like yeah you know uh subscribe to me he's like no he's like that's disgusting he's like I thought you were better than this unfollowed I'm like okay and he's like I feel bad for your kids so (laughs) I feel like there's going to be negatives in everything you do whether you are a fucking grocery store clerk a truck driver a nurse a doctor a stripper whatever you're always going to get heat for your job despite what you do how much you charge whatever it's all about you it's all about whether or not you're comfortable and whether or not you're confident and if you're confident and comfortable fuck everybody else nobody does shit for me so i'm just like you know what say what you want at the end of the day i'm making money i'm laying in my bed with my man and i'm happy so God damn! Look at look at God. So want to do it? Want to do it? Do it. <laughs> hey Natasha, I want to thank you for joining Irresponsible Mentors. We definitely will see you the link to the show. Uh, get your handles, your Instagram, your Twitter, your OnlyFans. I know you. I don't know you ain't giving no promo codes because I know a lot of cats gonna. You know, hopefully you get some followers off of this, man. And, and I hold, hope so. hold, hold on, Chip. Yeah. Hey, before Natasha, you say that. Hey, Natasha, quick question: Did you mm-hmm. think did this interview go a lot different than you than you thought it would go? <laughs> Do you think we would ask you like stupid questions like you know how much dick can a girl suck? Yeah. Would no, chuck, chuck I, dick, like some shit like that? No, <laughs> Yo, like, I would to those questions too i that's just how open and easygoing i am but honestly i thought it was going to be more formal i thought it was going to be like a oh so where were you born and raised and how was your background like and (laughs) and you know i thought it was just going to be more pertaining to my fitness than my only fans 
but it's just like a mixture of both. And I'm like, I mean, it was fun. It was I'm fun. Be honest I like- with you, man. Like, let's be let's keep let's keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. There are a million fitness model pages out on Instagram and Facebook that everybody's promoting. Oh yeah, right for now. Sure. It's not too often you really talk to someone <laughs> that actually oh about hey I got an OnlyFans. So <laughs> even though the fitness it. thing would have been great, like, come on, let's let's be irresponsible today. We talking about OnlyFans. That's yeah, what we want yeah. to talk about. Because right? it's, it's it's good to hear a different perspective from someone that's actually doing this. Like hey, I have this professional side. Well, both are professional, yeah. but I have one that's more open to the public, and I have one that is private and it's not for everybody. And you got to pay for that shit. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's the that's is we want to keep it in the middle, but I ain't I like to throw it on the other side. You know, I feel like we're just like we have multiple personalities and like her alter ego, you know, <laughs> okay. Sasha Fierce. So like my alter ego is only fans. <laughs> my Twitter is always ready. So it's A L W A Y Z ready R E D D Y. Um my Instagram is fitmom underscore ready. My YouTube channel is Ready Fitness, and then my OnlyFans is Foreign Butter. So that's basically, you know, self-explanatory. You should spell that. I'm telling you right now. No. I want about 95 percent of our damn listeners. They ain't listening to shit you said at the beginning. They said OnlyFans. <laughs> Hell yeah, my, Natasha. My OnlyFans, <laughs> OnlyFans.com forward slash F O R E I. G N B U T T E R. And we damn sure will put it in the descriptions of the show. And we want to thank the good sister for coming on um, and just blessing us with Thank you present. for having me. All right. And we'll send you the link to the show and the MP3 so you can share it. Make sure that people follow it and subscribe. Thank you so much sure. for coming on. Hey, man. God bless you, man. Keep doing your thing, man. Much success in 2021 for you. All right, thank you so much. And likewise, you guys. Sometimes when you compromise who you are to appease others, you slowly feel yourself begin to die inside. It's been an amazing journey. I suffer. I'm all the way up. That is so All the way up. I'm all the way this is my testimony, alhamdulillah, rabbi alami. You don't take a chance, you ain't had a chance, you making a plan to lose. Don't need a security blanket or safety, horns of bandits, ooh. Took an advance and paid it back and made an advance and moved. I know how to stand and greet a man whenever he walk in the room. Unlimited bands, come on command, ain't changing my attitude. Litan, you know that I love you forever, could never be mad at you. You ain't wanna win, as bad as I want you to win, I had the school. Tan and thin, inside the bag, I bought you the blast shoot. King B, I bought you a chain, they making it rain on you. I know that you gotta go home when they talked about you, I prayed for you. I had my heart scarred by the woman that I used to call my mom. Know if I fuck with you, I'm going to war with God behind I've been to the U, on whom I was talking about on fly again. My wing got bruised, healing my wounds, I done got fly again. Now all you hoes, a thing of the past, I can supply a 10. Metroton lows coming in from the island. That bitch you wish The bitch I'm with, with the cartel, focus on stage shots. A lot of diamonds, I'm about diving, bird when a chain glisten. Chicago jail went straight to the cell with all of the gang members. Now mine ain't T off Green Street, she one of them gang members. Mama Duck, I love you to death, you one of them gang members.
You know when you're a real nigga, you ain't gon' never really get the respect you deserve out here. But for y'all, I rock a lot of pretty feathers. Said it real bad with a cocktail swag. Hands hanging off my ass, and I know you see me watching. I'm not worried about your man. Tell your dude, bag, bag. Show that bad ass back. Hold up, can I take you shopping? Said it real bad with a cocktail swag. Fans hanging on my ass, and I know you see me watching. Said it real bad with a cocktail swag. Tell your dude, bag, bag. And I know you see me watching. You staring at me, but you afraid to be for me. Making your parents happy. Made them believe, made you leave. Check my bad and average. I work my way to bricks from crumbs. You know that ain't average. I took the diamonds out of my teeth, but my earrings is dancing. I cut off my hoes, I got a new thing, and that bitch make me happy. And I know she see me watching. Off chilling on the carpet. Finished proud with the talking. Funny how we do the same things. I was just saying the same thing. What about your last boyfriend, ditch buddy? He was a you was in the athletes back then, you needed a hustle I was fat as hell, I got a shape, I'm flexing my muscle I'm the world's sexiest game star that won't ever change I'm up a rank, I'm a sex symbol, I can't be restrained Only the generals go understand I suffer from King's disease Everybody got a problem with me just being me Trying to find one the line cared about the opinion of sheep I want to welcome y'all to the only the generals go understand Those of y'all that don't know me Fun fact about Kevin Gates, I talk to myself. I do. All geniuses talk to themselves. That's had it real bad with a cartel swag. Pants hanging on my ass, and I know you see me watching. I ain't worried about your man till you do bad, bad, shorty, bad ass, bad. Baby, can I take you shot? I say I'm had it real bad with a cartel swag. Pants hanging on my ass, and I know you see me watching. Had it real bad with a cartel swag. Tell your and I know you see me watching. I don't know why I got this fetish for. I like the pleasure horse in the fitting room of designer stores. True indeed. In public while we shopping, I'ma touch all on your body, Lord. Won't you? I can't hide it. You with me don't need nobody, God. Took you in the dress room, told you get on your knees, put your hands behind your back. I spit in your mouth and put that dick dead in your face, yeah. Right. I stick your tongue out while I pull your hair. Hey, hey, can I take you shopping? You know, I don't know why I get this fetish for. The pleasure horse in the fitting room of the designer store. True indeed. I bust your ass in sex, you remember that? True indeed. I know you see me watching. Years pass by, you don't know on my mind. I wish things could go back to the normal days. Summer night, what's on your
That is so irresponsible. That is so irresponsible. 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 Irresponsible.